Kosketoba Rosha Eskatopa Rakatosia Embaluskatopa Jekitekite Embarakatoskitekite Rakatomba Rosekete Rekitekite Jacopa Rakatosia Embaroketekitekite Zeketekete Embaruskato Jacana Rakato Zekena Rakato Parakato Jeketekete Baruskatopa Enkato Parakatosia Eleketanda Ruskato Jacopara Eskato Parakatosia Eleketekete Zekena Rusia Embarusia Enkatopa Jacana Rakatosia Lakana Rosia Embaro Jekete Kete 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 Baruskato Parakatosia Eskato Eriangato Zekete Kete Kete Rakatosia Lakata Katakata Lord we say thank you 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 Jesus we say thank you Jesus we say thank you Jesus will say thank you. 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 Lako Parakata. Father, we thank you. Lord, we thank you. Lord, we thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. You're welcome to this episode um, and to this podcast today, the Youth Network. Thank you for always joining us. I really want to appreciate every one of you who has been spreading these messages and listening to them. I want to say thank you, thank you, and God bless you. Today we'll be looking at um, service, the pathway to growth. Service, the pathway to growth. Service, the pathway to growth. Now, over the years, people people have um, people have had different meaning of what service is. People, some people even mistake what fellowship is for service. Just because you come to church every day does not mean you're serving. If you come to church every day, you don't partake in anything that has to do with advancing the kingdom or anything that has to do with um, being part of the the movement or the, the um, how, how, do, how do I say it, the growth of the kingdom, then you're not really serving God. What you're doing is fellowship. When you come to service, you sit down and you just you listen to messages, you listen to the man of God preach and just enjoy the um, choir administration, you enjoy how everybody's doing their own activity. What you did is fellowship, not really, you, you came for a fellowship, but you do not partake in serving or making the fellowship or um, 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 successful one. So what you do is just you came to fellowship, which is not really bad in its own, because that's that's actually the first step of when people come to Christ newly, they, they fellowship from there, they decide, or they are being led by the Spirit of God, we have to serve. But I, I just, I just, this just come to my mind that this should be the topic for this one. Service the pathway to growth, so that people can understand that. See, although we have been said that we are blessed, um, um, uh, we have been blessed with all blessings. I really, really, really love to tell people this each and every time I have the opportunity to tell people that in this kingdom, yes, we have been blessed with all spiritual gifts and all of that. Bound to tell you, there are certain things in this kingdom that are not gifts; they are reward. Not all things in this kingdom are gifts; they are reward. If everything in this kingdom is a gift, then what is the benefit of obedience? So there are certain level of dimension and spiritual um, 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 gifts that have been allocated to certain people, not just because they be, not just because they came to Christ, but because of their depth of sacrifice and alignment with the, with the things of God. So God, God invested a dimension of power with them. 
So you can't say there are level, there are level of dimensional power in the kingdom of God that is never and will never be hit. It is your level of a partnership, sacrifice, and work with God over the time that makes you enter a, a level and dimension of 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 certain graces and dimension. God did not swear with everybody in the Bible. He swear with people who could join with him to a level of obedience and instruction. He said, blessing will I bless you. He, 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 he blessed Abraham because of the depth of sacrifice Abraham was willing to give to him. Isaac, his future. Abraham was willing to lay down Isaac. He, he gave Solomon the, the riches and abundance he never asked for. Why? Because he did the depth of sacrifice. He, Solomon did what no one has done before. He did what? He gave them 1,000 emerald as sacrifice. So, when there are certain things that people do in this kingdom, they enter into dimension. You cannot say that everybody is, yes, when we come to Christ, we are, we are equal on the same grace. But let me tell you the truth. Eh? Our sacrifice has placed us on different levels in this kingdom. So, there are dimensions you see in people's life, not just because um, um, all of us, we are all believers, we are all believers, truly, but there are certain dimensions and graces you may never walk if you have not journeyed far with the things of God. Now, let us see. Uh, let's draw our, our let's draw our, our our introduction first from Exodus twenty three chapter twenty three from twenty five to twenty six. Exodus twenty three from twenty five to twenty six. Exodus chapter twenty three. And let's see what God is saying there. Now, He said, "Thou shalt not." Exodus chapter 3, 24 to 3. And ye shall serve the Lord your God. He said, and he shall bless thy bread and thy water. He said, and I will take sickness away from the midst of thee. He said, there shall not cast thy young, not be barren in thy land. He said, the numbers of your days are we fulfilled. He said, and ye shall serve the Lord your God. The first commandment there is that you will serve the Lord your God. The first thing that qualifies you, he said, then he will not bless your bread and water. He said, after that, he will take away sickness from your midst. Then he said, nothing shall cast thy young. He said, nothing shall cast their young. He said, no barren in the land. So the first thing that qualifies you for the blessings or everything that the Lord has put in this place, he said, ye shall serve the Lord your God. Faith. See, there is power in service. <clears throat> Any man who is too big, you see, when people don't want to serve, it's an indication of pride. And, and no one is bigger than service in the house of God. There is a level of power invested in serving God. They are, they are covenant that God has come in with, in with with people based on the level of their service to God. There are people who have served their way out of struggles. There are people who have served their way out of sickness. There are people who have served their way out of um, um, family patterns and generational patterns. There are people who have set their will out of delay, out of poverty. There are people who have set their will out of nonsense. Service is powerful. Service is powerful. He said, you shall serve the Lord your God. He said, you shall bless your bread and water. So the first thing that qualifies you for, for, your, bread, for your bread and water to be blessed is service. The first thing that qualifies your bread and water to be blessed is what service. He said, you shall serve the Lord your God. He said, you shall bless your bread. He said, you bless your bread and your water. He said, you will take away sickness from your midst. So one thing that qualifies you for, for having... Um, um, long life first 
or for staying sickness free is what? Is service. One of the first things that qualifies you for, for, for sickness free life is what? Service. One of the first things that qualifies you for sickness free life is service. Is what? Is service. So, and over the time, there has been argument on, on service and on different kind of service. People see one thing is that every time Satan knows something, we advance the kingdom of God and will be a blessing to God's people. He will fight it with everything he has. He will fight it with everything he has. Every time Satan knows that something is going to advance the kingdom of God or from there that it will bless the, the children of God, is going to fight it tooth and nail. Is it tooth and nail? According to Job 36, verse 11, he said, ye shall spend, he said, If ye obey and serve me, he said, Ye shall spend your days in prosperity and your years in pleasure. The first instruction is, If ye shall obey and serve me. If ye shall obey and serve me, say you will spend your days in prosperity and your years in pleasure. So the first thing that qualifies for those two things you saw at the at, at, at the end is service. Is what is service. Service is anything. Is it any, service is anything that the person engages in that does what? Eh? That advances the kingdom of God or that puts the king that advances the kingdom of God. Everything and anything or any two put together engage to advance the kingdom of God. Service is service. Being a partaker is anything a person do or any to engage eh, to be a partaker of the movement of the forward or the advancement of the kingdom of God is service. What I, what is your own quota in the house of God? See, when, when I got to that Isaiah to tell Ezekiah that he was about to die and all of that, Ezekiah did what? It was God that spoke to Isaiah. Sincerely, God spoke to him. And Ezekiah turned back and said, remember that I serve you. Remember that I serve you. There are days when this, as a believer, he didn't promise us a challenge-free life. He said, um, when you walk through the fire or through the water, it will be there with you. He didn't say if you walk. He said when you walk because he knows you will surely walk. So there are days and there are times when things in life will be very tough or there are challenges, there are periods. You have to go back and remind God, God, remember my service. Remember my service. Remember my service. He said, put me in remembrance. Remember my service. Service to God is like a covenant. You are coming in alignment to, with a covenant. Like I said, there are people who have served their way out of stagnation, out of family causes and all of that. You can serve your way out. And and when, 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 when Satan knows that this thing is working, he tries to fight people. He tries to fight the ideology of service in the house of God. People even, people even get offended and not serve again. Yes. It's an indication that you see a baby believer. If somebody can get you offended and, and you, you decide not to serve again, that's of God. You are still a baby believer because when you when you get offended in your family, you don't say, okay, since I'm offended, I will leave the family and change the name. No. No, no. The, the truth is that the house of God is like an hospital. You will mostly see those who are not feeling fine there. So you it's likely you meet those who don't know how to talk, those who don't know how to... Not, it's not something that we are encouraging, but we are letting you know the things that you will see in the house of God. You cannot escape from it. You will see them there. So you must you must develop the skin or the deaf ears to listen to these people and serve. Because Satan can speak or attack through anyone. If Satan can speak to Peter, then imagine if he cannot speak to anybody. You 
were serving and all of that and somebody just want to offend you so that you can you can you can you can leave the service and not serve anymore so there are three levels of service there are three levels of service there are three levels of service the first service is the spiritual service the first service is the spiritual service now the spirit you have the church where you worship you have you have the one of the first service the spiritual service one of the best thing you can do for a man of god or for the kingdom of god is to intercede see uneasy is the head that wears the crown you don't know what some of these men of god go through people attack them here and there see you're going to church and and and, and as before you go you intercede for the man of god praying diligently spiritual service it has to do with prayer interceding for the kingdom of god for the man of god for the church for 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 souls it's called that is that is spiritual kingdom service spiritual kingdom service you're going for for service you're praying that the, that the man of god that god gives him the right word he said what he said how possible are the right word he said he set forth his word he said his word heal them he said deliver them lord as i'm going as we are going for the service give your servant the right word that will cause men to be saved that will cause destiny to transform you pray for the man of god as you're going to, to, to service you pray that souls will be saved he said no one coming unto you he said send my father who has sent him drawing lord we ask that as we, as we step out today to service when the altar call be made we ask that you compel me to step up and surrender to the lordship of jesus this is how to pray for the kingdom of god you intercede for no souls you intercede for the for the for the generals who are in the field the pastors the brothers you intercede for the kingdom of god every and every every prayer that is focused on advancing the kingdom of god is a spiritual um, 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 is a spiritual investment you're making for your life it's a spiritual uh, um, service to advance the kingdom of god so the first kind of service is spiritual service when you pray, you labor in the place of prayer. Sometimes you can even add it with fasting. It may not even be the service day. You are praying that, oh God, this place I've been worshiping. The man of God is a sincere man. He has been praying for people. He has been doing all this. And Lord, oh God, but I want the numbers of that church to grow. He said, you multiply all shall not be few. He said, you glorify all shall not be small. You're doing what you're investing. And see, let me tell you, whatsoever thing. He said, Matthew 6 and 3, he said, seek in the kingdom of God. He said, everything shall be added unto you. See, whatsoever thing that you pray in the kingdom of God, you will never need to pray in your own life anymore because you are sowing a seed. He said, Give and it shall be given unto you. It's not only when you give money, even when you give prayers, you are giving increase. You are giving the prayer of increase to the church. Let me tell you too, the increase will come in your business. You are giving the prayer of souls to be saved. You are giving the prayer that the, 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 the church should increase. Increase too will come in your business. So when you, when the Bible says, Give and it shall be given unto you, good measure, shake it together, shall men not give unto your bosom. It's not only when you give money, even as you are giving prayer. That same prayer has already been answered in your own business. You're calling for multitude to come to the kingdom of God the same way. Multitude will come to throng your business. Multitude will come to, to buy whatsoever thing you're, you're, you're selling. Because what you are, you're investing it in the kingdom of God. There's nothing invested in the kingdom of God that is a waste. It will surely yield results. God is never a user of men and lead them. He does not use men and lead them. Rather, God is a raiser of men. So the first kind of service is spiritual service. When you labor in prayer and in fasting. Imagine that before every church service starts, every church worker will blast in tongues for 30 minutes. To clear the demon and all of that. 
that first service is spiritual service. That you engage in prayer. You engage in everything that has to do spiritually to advance the kingdom of God. You 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 pray that, oh God, that, that as you're going for this miracle service, let your people be healed. Use your servant like never before. Cause the anointing of the spirit to be to, to be at work like never before. Use your servant like never before. You are doing what? You are investing. Like I said, the first service is spiritual service where you're praying, you're praying everything and anything to advance the kingdom of God. The man of God, the church, the souls, and all that has to do with the kingdom of God. So the first level of service is spiritual service. Spiritual service. Then the second service is physical service physical service. Now, when you go to church, you see people. You see people who are serving in one dimension from choir to, they're serving from choir to, to usher, to CC1, CC2, and all of that. See, there's a way that God does his thing. When God calls a man, he reveals a particular dimension of his office, of a set to a man, and that becomes the man's message, so he takes it to the nation. I said it over and over that if Moses was to be a pastor in this generation, he wouldn't have been any other person than he, he would have been Majorly, maybe a deliverance minister. Why? Because the dimension of God that was revealed to Moses is the God of the deliverer. If 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 Abraham was to be a pastor in this generation, he was going to be a, a co-father of faith. Because the dimension of faith that was revealed to Abraham is faith. The dimension of faith. So I don't know if if, if Daniel was to be was to be um, um if Daniel was to be a preacher, now he'll probably he'll be a deliverer too. And the part of his message will center around the encounter because most of his life he had encounter visions and all of that. So when God is about to do or when God wants to visit a particular place, he reveals his dimension to a man and he, a part of his dimension to a man and that becomes the man's message. So as it becomes his message, he draws other people to come and, and do what and partner with the vision. So the second level of service is physical service. That's where you, you have the evangelism. You go to evangelize to bring souls to the kingdom of God. You join the choir, either the choir or you join whatsoever thing. Do you know what? Whatsoever thing you give God is what he will give you back. No, he will give you that part back in double fold. If you give him your strength, it's going to if you give him your strength to serve, you're an usher, eh? He will give you, he will give you his own strength too. That's why you can see people who are serving the house of God and they have never felt sick for long. People have been serving the house of God for 30, 20 years. Go to Winners Chapel and go and see. People who have been serving 20, 30 years and never taking drugs for once. Never for sick for once. Service is powerful. When you give him your intelligence, he gives you his own intelligence too. You, you are an architect or there is something you are doing in your life that you can use to advance the kingdom of God. You, you are an usher. You, you, you maybe you're, you're the kind of person who can stand for. You join the usher unit. You're the the the, the kind of person who who can um, direct cars and all of that. You join the traffic unit. There are places to join to advances to make sure that the kingdom of God keeps moving. So you, you look for a particular place and save. They are like I said, there are people who are set their way out of all limitations and all of that. So you can see people who have been serving for years and never take drugs once. In, you remember what he said in Exodus 25 verses? He said, and if yes, I serve me. 
He said, and ye shall serve me. He said, and ye shall serve the Lord your God. He said, he shall bless your bread and your water. He said, and he will take away sickness from the midst of thee. He said, there shall nothing cast thy young, nor be barren in the land. He said, the numbers of your days will be fulfilled. So serving self is even tied to wrong life. He said, when you serve the numbers of your days, you will be fulfilled. And according to Genesis chapter 3 verse 6, He said, now my spirit will no longer strive with man anymore. Therefore, men shall live what? 120 days. So, if you want to live 120 years, it is available for you. He said, and numbers of your days you will fulfill. But the only thing that qualifies for all of these blessings is service. You see, there are level of, of, of kingdom blessings and, and all of this that a man cannot enter into until he, become, until he began to serve faithfully and genuinely in the house of God. I've said over and over, not everything in this kingdom is a gift. Certain things are reward. Because if everything is a gift, then what is the benefit of obedience? Certain things are reward. Don't, do, don't, 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 don't fool yourself saying he has blessed us with all spiritual blessings. Yes, he has blessed us. But there are level that a man cannot operate in. The blessings are there, but he can't operate in them until he began to, to work in a level of alignment and sacrifice with God. So physical service, you're, you're, you're part of what is going on, the sanctuary. You, you know how to clean, you clean, you clean it. As you're cleaning, you're able, you're, you can even be tongue and say, God, as I'm cleaning this, clean every nonsense out of my life. Lord, as I'm standing to usher your people in, everything that does not glorify you in my life, Lord, usher them out of my life. Service is powerful. Ezekiel would have died. It was on the account of the service. He told God, remember that I serve you. When the days of challenges rise, what are you going to remind God of? When the days of challenges come, what are you going to remind God of? He said, remember that I serve you. When the days of challenges come, what are you going to remind God of? He said, remember that I serve you. And the Bible and say, and the Lord say, put me in remembrance. So what are you going to remind him for? There are times where you can't even pray. You don't know what to say. You can only remind him, God, remember Remember, remember that I serve you. Remember my days that I serve you. Remember that I've been a faithful, that I've been a faithful choir minister in this church. Remember that I've been a faithful washer in this church. Remember that I've been a faithful sanctuary worker in this church. Lord, remember, remember my service. Service is like a covenant. Eh? There are days when you try every key, you knock every door, you don't open. Please go back and open with service. There are those that can only be open with your alignment and with the depth of your service with God. No, sir. No, sir. There are certain doors that can be that can only be opened with the with, with the key of service. You have knocked on every door you with everything you can knock with, and it doesn't open. Please go back and knock with service. Go back with the key of service. There are certain things that can only be opened and answered to service. I tell you, service is powerful. Physical service is powerful. Learn to do what? Serve. Serve. Only proud people don't serve God. You come to church and spread your banner and say, hey, we are the one. People who come to church and say, I just like to be, I just like to be on my own. I just like to do my own thing. If the way you say you want like to do your own, you came to church, you made the chair meet. It's somebody that cleans. Everything that is working is somebody that is behind it making it work. Yes, God is one making it work, but he's using somebody to make it work. He's using somebody to do what? To make it work. We must take responsibility. We must do what? Take responsibility. We must do what? Take responsibility. We must do what? Take responsibility. You 
Number one, take responsibility and serve. Be a committed worker in the house of God. Be somebody who, who everybody can attest to. No, this man serves God. No, this man serves God. No, this man serves God. There are days, there are times, there are perilous seasons. It's not, it's not something I'm trying to, um, a, a prophet or do, of doom or trying to prophesy about it, but it, it will surely come. It will surely come to every every believer encounter it. It doesn't promise us a challenge free life. You only say we'll be there with us. There are times when you have to go back. You try all doors, they are not open. You have to go back and tell God, remember that I serve you. Remember, remember. Then you see him come, just like Zechariah. Say, remember that I serve you. Then you see him show up like a mighty man in battle that he is. The third service is financial service. This is the most controversial. I, 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 I normally do not want to sometimes really preach on this particular one because um, um, I must really confess that some men of God have, has, have bastardized this financial service. Some, some people have, have skilled this financial service. They have spoiled it. They have, they have taken advantages of well-meaning believers who they have, they have done a lot to it. But the truth is that you can never get the fake of it if there was never original. So because they are doing all of those stuff, the Bible already said they are going to be fake prophets. There will never be a fake prophet if there was no original one. So all of these teachings that people have already bastardized, that doesn't mean it is not existing or it is not, it's not a thing. Just like some people have over, they have overstretched it, they have overdo it and all of that. But let me tell you, kingdom and, and, and the third level of service is financial service. I like this for you, financial service. Every time, since Satan will always not want you to serve um, um, God with your money, it has been there. Let us see Exodus chapter 10. It has been there for long. It has been a contention. Satan will never want you to serve God with your money. Remember what I told you. I said, whatsoever thing you serve God with is what he will give you back. So he will give you in, 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 in tenfold or whatsoever. He will give you in tenfold. Whatsoever thing you serve God with, if you serve God with your strength, it's going to give you strength. You serve God with prayer, you will never get an attack in your life. You will be strong and healthy and never get an attack. See, every time Satan tries to hold you not to, not to serve God with money, it's an attack. Because he says, say what? He says, with prosperity will I spread my gospel abroad. Zechariah 1 17. Now let's see what he was saying in Exodus chapter 10, verse 24 26. When the Israelites were about to leave Egypt, and Pharaoh never wanted them, never wanted them to go with their sultans. He said, "Do you know what he said? Leave the sultans, my people may go to serve me." That was what um, 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 God told um, uh, Moses to tell Pharaoh. But now he wanted them to go, but he never wanted them to go with their sultans to serve God with. So Satan sometimes may leave you, wants you to serve God with your prayer, want to serve God with your time. But when it comes to finance, he never wants to serve God. Now some people have entered into the realm of thought not my pocket. He said, "He said thought not." not my wallet and do my pocket no one now 10 24 to say and fail called unto wisdom and said go ye he says serve the lord only let your say and Pharaoh called unto Moses and said go ye serve the lord only let your flock and your head be stayed let let your little ones go with you and Moses said thou must also give thou must also give us thou must give us also sacrifice and blood offering that we may sacrifice unto the Lord our God. It was telling that they should go, but they should leave their flocks. 
that they should go and lead their flocks, their, their sultans. And, and Moses was saying, no, we must also go with our sacrifice because it is what we use to sacrifice unto our God. So there are certain times Satan wants you to serve with prayer. There are people who can pray from now to tomorrow. But when it comes to serving God with their finances, see, they, they are never there. See, let me tell you something. Eh? I want to be very real here. No, no, no problem. I just have to say the truth here. See, when you don't serve God with, with your finances, you will never see his hand in finance. You serve him with your strength, you become an usher, a sanctuary, he will give you strength too. You serve him with prayer, you will never get an attack in your life. But if you don't serve him with money, you will never see a dimension of his prosperity. See, there are levels of prosperity. There are, there, there's what they call kingdom worlds. You can be seen in social finance here and there, but you don't serve him with, with a level of, you don't serve him. See, it is the amount that you give matters. I'm not saying it does not matter, but from the heart to which you're giving matters too. So, a man who has an hundred naira and give all of the hundred naira may be giving higher than a man who give 10,000. Because the man who give 10,000 out of one million is giving 10,000. But the man who has hundred naira, that might be his only hope and he gives hundred naira, who is giving his own widow's might. I see now. I see now. So, you can, you can be, you don't serve God with your finance. You will never see a level of his dimension of prosperity in your life. You can be seen here and there, but his dimension of kingdom wealth that you may never see. You may be seeing some finances here and there, but the level of kingdom weight and dimension you may never see. You serve him with your time. You serve him with your strength. He gives you strength. You serve him with your intelligence. He gives you intelligence. But you never serve him with your money. There's a level of kingdom of finance and level of wealth you may never see. You may never see. See, God only committed the riches unto Solomon because of what he did. There are levels of wealth. It was when Abraham was about to sacrifice Isaac. He went and asked, I found somebody to swear that is higher than me. I have not seen. So I will swear by my own name. Since nobody is higher than me, he said, Blessing, I will bless you. He said, Multiplication, I will multiply you. Yes, they are, they, are, they are spiritual, but let me, they are spiritual blessings, God has blessings, not spiritual blessings, like you say, through. But there are certain blessings that cannot be accessed until certain things are put to use. There's a level of kingdom wealth. You don't serve God with your money. Forget about seeing the dimension of God's kingdom wealth. Yes. Forget about seeing the dimension of God's kingdom wealth. See, I'm not the person to come and be dragging about theology here and there. See, you believer, you're not paying time. Forget about kingdom wealth. Forget about kingdom wealth. Kingdom wealth, let me define it for you. It's the way to which a man amassed that has nothing to do outside God. Any God that any world that is amassed that is amassed outside God, outside the principle and jurisdiction of God, is not anymore a kingdom world. You cheat to get money, you kill to get money, you 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 you, you fraud people to get money. That's not kingdom world. You're talking about killing money that have no issues, generation that can that can transcend to generational worlds. That's what we are talking about, kingdom world here. So you can be lying here and there and be getting so much anymore. We'll talk about the real kingdom world. I tell you, my brother, you don't pay tight, you, 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 you don't you don't you don't invest financially into the kingdom of God. Believe me, you may never see a level of this world. There are dimensions of all you may never see. This one you're talking to is a giver. When it comes to the kingdom of God, my brother, see, if you really want to go far, no matter how anointed you are in this kingdom, yeah, if you have not mastered the art of kingdom wealth, money, yeah, let, let, let the anointing of the other generals be invested in you. If there is no resources that will take it to nation, you will never be an advantage to a generation. You will never be an advantage to a generation. So it is important that you learn how to conquer money. And it is the see the only thing that fight God is not even Satan. 
it is marble, the God of marble. Because, see, almost everybody has conquered. Some people, most people, they have conquered laws. They have conquered laws. But when it comes to serving God with their money, they've not conquered that. They've not, and you cannot serve two masters at a time. Mammon is a God, the God of mammon. You can't serve. The best way first is to be dead to money. You get to a point whereby there is nothing you cannot give to God. Get to a point whereby there is nothing you cannot give to God. There is nothing you cannot do. What? You cannot give to God. There are, there are people God has placed in your life who are like spiritual father and they say, He said, believe, believe in the Lord your God. Second Chronicles 2 20. He said, Believe in the Lord your God. He said, You shall do what? He said, You shall be established. He said, Believe in His, in his prophets. See, and ye shall prosper. See, there are men who have been tied. Every man in this kingdom has his own prophet. Pastor David Ibiome said, When he had a count out, when God launched him into prosperity, he said something. He said he was studying a book and God now, he said, ah, His life was not really that going far financially. Then he said, okay, God, I pay offering, I pay my time. What is the secret to this financial prosperity? Then God told him, so, then, then God showed him, Hebrews 7, 7, without any contradiction, the less is blessed of the better. Then God asked him, who is your prophet? He said, Bishop Willibu. He said, and now from this day, when you give your tithe and offering, always learn to honor him in your only two ways. He said, the first offering he gave was 15 naira. He gave that 15 naira. He said, the most stingy man he ever knew came and gave him 2,000 something. He said, from there, that was how he came out of poverty. There are people, it, it is, it, I feel bad than the one saying this now. You know, men of God have cajoled people to give in and all of those stuff. They have cajoled more. I tell you the truth, I say it from the sincerity of my heart. No, 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 no. I say it with the sincerity of my heart. It's not about so that somebody can give me money. No, no, no. And we are not blessed when we see the money. We are blessed before we even see it. So, so my own blessing will not be tied to, to your own offering and tithe. As a man of God, your blessing should be tied to your own obedience to the word of God. But I'm saying it as somebody who has to teach it. It is sad I'm the one teaching it, but I have to do it. So your level, every believer is tied to a prophet. I tell you the truth. He say without, he say, believe in the Lord your God, he shall do what? He say, he shall, he shall be established. He say, believe in his prophet and he shall prosper. He said, without any contradiction, the less is blessed of the better. So it is that man who has that grace. When Apostle Paul was praying for the Philippian John, the year when he prayed for them, after they saw him, he said, he said, my God bless you. My God. Philippians 4.19. Let's quickly see Philippians 4.19. Let's see Philippians 4.19. He said, But my God shall supply all your needs. He said, According to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Now, see what he was telling there. Let's read from um, Philippians chapter 4, verse um, 10. He said, But I have um, chapter 4, verse verse 18. He said, but I have all and a ban. I am full, having the veil of Ephratus. He said, now, oh, let's read up from 4, 16. Therefore, even uh, from chapter 4, verse 15. He said, now, ye Philippians, know also that in the beginning of the gospel, when I departed from Macedonia, no church communicated with me as concerning giving and receiving, but ye only, for even in Thessalonica, ye sent once and again unto my necessity, not because I desire a gift, but I desire fruit that they may abandon your account. 
he was telling them that not be, he's telling them to give not because he desired the gift, but he's telling them to give so that when they give, it will come back to their account. When you sow into a genuine, a genuine prophet life, it comes in sevenfold. They are like fetal ground. They are like the Levite. I'm, I'm, I'm very. It is very hard that they want to change the point. It's the truth. He said, believe in your God, they shall be established. He said, believe in his prophet. He said, ye shall do what? He said, ye shall prosper. He said, Apostle He said, not because I desire this gift, but I know what God has invested in my life. He said, if you if you sow this into me, he said, that the fruit may abound to your account. But now, see, as a man of God, you don't have to cajole people to tell them to give. You only teach the truth. And whosoever wants to take it, take it. You don't have to now force people. If you don't do it, you will die. If you don't do it, no, 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 no. You only teach the truth and, and trust the Holy Spirit to convict them and help them to accept it. You you don't now go about and start condemning them. No, no, that's not how to do this thing. So um, he, he said, he said, Apostle, he said, now not because I desire give, but I desire food that they may abound to your to your account. Say, not because I want this thing as per person, but I know what God has invested in me. So when you put this thing into my life, they are bound back to you. He said, but I have all about. He said, I'm full. I've received for a Friday to okay. Let's go to it. He said, but my God shall supply you according to his riches in Christ Jesus. When he was praying for them, he was praying for them based on the covenant he had with God. They like they say, but my God shall supply your need. Why did he say about God? They were serving the same God. Why did he personalize God and say, my God? Because he was praying for the level of the covenant he had with God. He said, my God, my God shall supply all your need. For the things you have your soul into my life, my God shall supply all your need. When the woman gave Elisha the food, there was multiplication. What he needed came. When the woman gave Elisha the food, what in the kid? Every time what you have in your hand is not enough to be an harvest, then it's a seed. See, there are so many times God has instructed me. I've been earning 13,000 naira before. I went to a service and God instructed me. I gave 12,800 naira in that church, in that service as an offering. I've gone to meetings before. I had no offering. I removed my SIM card and dropped my phone as an offering. See, he said, of the things that we have heard, he said that we have looked upon, he said that our eyes have seen, he said, and that our hand have handled of the word of life. I'm not teaching you any device to I'm telling you what my own hand have handled. Over the time, what I've done, over the time, he said, what we are doing, what we are saying, what our, our hands have handled of the very word of life. So the kingdom, they are building a church there. You see, everyone who understands the blessings in, in service and they don't wait for it to happen, they jump into it. See, your depth of service in the kingdom of God determines your placement in life. Your depth, your foundation of service determines the, the height of your lifting. How far can you go? Your fight, your offering. This may not even be big, big things on their own, but you do it from a genuine heart. As God has blessed you, your fight, your offering, you honor the prophet God has placed over your life. I, 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 I'm, I'm sad that they want to change this, but I have to do it because I, I, I believe I was constrained by the help of the Holy Spirit to be able to do this teaching. He said, without any contradiction, he said, the less is blessed, the better. Hebrews 7 7. It is only those who have what you do and that can bring it to the realm. See, there's some people say, the man of God, they have money, why they say, giving them money. I'm not giving them money because um, I feel like, okay, let me pack the money to go and give them. There's a grace upon their life that answers to what I want. Uh, haven't you seen a man is sick and yet he takes one to he takes a seed to go and give to a prophet? And the man of God just looked at him and said, God bless you. And he lives there. And what? The sickness lives, not just the sickness, so his own heaven that was shut open. I want to that there are certain men of God that even give to them, they said they are not giving. So when you give to them, your own ever remain short. You give to certain people and you will never get money for the next three months. Because themselves, their own every they are not even giving. So men of God, they are not giving. They are just lying on the altar and saying, give, 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 give. So there are people that you give to. 
a prophet that God, a, a genuine prophet God has assigned to be a spiritual leader over your life. And not just your prophet, you can see any man of God who has been blessing you, any brother, any sister who has been blessing. There are people who are not even men of God, they are more fatter grand than some men of God because what they are altar, there's nothing they can give to God. When you get to that level, see, there's a grace called the grace to lay down. I pray that God will increase every one of you listed. The grace to lay down that there's nothing in this life you can't give to God. It is then you will, it can commit anything to your hand because he believes that whatsoever thing he gives you, he has trusted you enough that he can give you back. He was telling Abraham, he said he trusted Abraham enough that Abraham will make his children to walk in the way of the Lord. Yes, that is a level. See, God loves everybody but he doesn't trust everybody. I tell you, it was when Abraham was about to kill Isaac that God said, now I know that you fear me. So the man that has followed you for over 25 years does not fear you. The man who let his own father's house and come to the place, he does not even know, he does not fear you. So the level, God loves everybody, but he doesn't trust everybody. You earn, it, you earn trust. Say so love is a commandment, yes. You earn trust. Trust is like, it's like, it's like an income or a revenue or a money or anything. You earn it. So you serve God. Get to a point where you're dead to money. Be able to serve God with your finances. Uh, King Cyrus who served God, he, he never even knew God. He doesn't, he's not even a believer. According to the Bible, but he, he did what? He built something larger here, an auditorium for God. See how God blessed him. Learn to serve with your money. Any service that does not come with finances is not complete. Does not come with finances, is not complete. Now, you must not have all the millions and the billions to do from the level where you are start. The 15 era you are start. The 20 era you are start. From the level, the 10 era you are start from there. From the level where you are spread the gospel with your finances. Spread the gospel. Be involved in it with your finance. They are building a church for the Lord. Be involved in it. See, I've slept before. I've never been to Kaduna in my life before. God has led me to switch to a mission in Kaduna. I tell you, I woke up and, and as, as the income came, I transferred the money that I have so into people's life I've never met before because God instructed me and because there's a grace. Now you cannot use money to buy the grace of God, but you can honor your way into a grace. Yes, and how do you honor? Honor does not just stop with mouth and the way you show it. It comes with resources too. So I honor certain people that at the graces I see of their life is something is 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 something unusual. I say, God, I'm not trying to buy the anointing. No man can buy the anointing, but I'm honoring my way into and I lay a seed and say, God, see. I, I told you I've been to meetings where I do not have offering. I dropped my phone. Not once. I sold my phone as a sacrifice. I've done one or two things here that can't be said for now. The instruction that God is even giving me now to do. So see. You are, you are, you will get to a point when God can trust you with anything. Then He commit the kingdom finance to your hand. He commit the kingdom wealth to your hand. I tell you, until it is sacrificial, it may never be beneficial. Sometimes you may have to go your way. Sometimes God might instruct you to give your last money, and you don't, you are not even sure if there will be an harvest. Yes, sir. Sometimes the harvest may not even come in the next one month. Yes, sir. But don't worry, it's a vestment dimension called the grace to lay down. Once you enter into this realm, you can give anything and everything. Then you too can commit anything to your hand. That was the realm Abraham was. And God came saying, Blessing, I bless you. He said, I found a name to swear with. I higher than my own. No one. Say so. I've asked, I swear with his own name. He said, Blessing, I bless you. Multiplication, I multiply you. Please learn to serve God with your finances. I know that people have bastardized this thing, but learn to serve God. Every time you hear God, every time you, you hear giving, Satan will never want you to give to the kingdom of God. So every time there's a giving in your spirit, it's God speaking. Satan will never want you to give to advance the kingdom of God. Yes, sir. May God grace us. Everybody who has listened to this, may God grace you. The grace 
to not just be the hearer, but to be hearer and the doer of this word. May God grant you. Lord, we ask that everyone who has listened, Lord, and enable the grace to lay down by time. Lord, may you increase there. That everything they read here, Lord, help them put it, that they will be able to put them to use in the name of Jesus. Lord, and as they put this into you, let there be an uncommon miracle and testimony instantly in the name of Jesus. Everyone we see that will listen to this tape, lay on wherever you're sick. You, that spirit of infirmity, I command you to live in the name of Jesus. You, that pain, I curse you, live in the name of Jesus. It's at the mention of the name of Jesus Christ. Every nation shall bow and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. I decree in the name of Jesus. You, that pain, we say at the mention of the name of Jesus Christ, every nation shall bow. You, that pain, bow in the name of Jesus. That family that is about to scatter, that marriage that is about to collapse, I command you be restored. Satan, get out in the name of Jesus. I command restoration. I command restoration. I command restoration. Satan, take your hands off the people's life in the name of Jesus. That health issue, Satan, I command you to release it. It's appointed device of the crafty so that their hands could not perform the device. Whosoever they have planned an accident for this week, I decree, Satan, take your hands off. I curse you in the name of Jesus Christ. I decree peace in the name of Jesus. As you go, stay and return. I decree the peace of the Lord in the name of Jesus. I decree safety over you and everyone generally connected to you. No one without time that is connected to you. No every spirit of infirmity. Satan, I rebuke in the name of Jesus. I decree everyone they have planned as it for that will be listening to this podcast. Satan, I rebuke in the name of Jesus. I decree peace in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, mighty God. Because it is done. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. In case you have not given your life to Jesus Christ, um, um, please repeat after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you died for me. You took away my sins and you rose up on the third day. Today, I confess you as my Lord and personal Savior and to serve you for the very the end of my life. Thank you for saving me in Jesus' mighty name. Now, you've heard that the, the service, the pathway to growth. Now, look for a, a Bible-believing church. Join them. Don't just be somebody that will be fellowshipping, that will be sitting down. No, be somebody that serves in the house of God. Be among those who make the things of God to be advancing. Yes, and, and maybe you want to meet me or reach out to me one-on-one for anything. 081-597-99587. 081-597-99587. Thank you for always listening. God bless you.